First Lesson Teach Us to Pray And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. Luke 11, 1. The disciples had been with Christ and had seen him pray. They had learned to understand some of the connection between his wondrous life in public and his secret life of prayer. They had learned to believe in him as the master in the art of prayer. None could pray like him. And so they came to him with the request, Lord, teach us to pray. And in later years they would have told us that there were few things more wonderful or blessed that he taught them than his lessons on prayer. Yet at this time, as he was praying in a certain place, one of his disciples who saw him thus engaged felt the need of repeating the same request, Lord, teach us to pray. As we grow in the Christian life, the thought and the faith of the beloved Master in His never-failing intercession becomes even more precious, and the hope of being like Christ in His intercession gains an attractiveness before unknown. And as we see Him pray and remember that there is none who can pray like Him, and none who can teach like Him, we feel that the petition of the disciples, Lord, teach us to pray, is just what we need. And as we think how all He is and has, how He Himself is our very own, and how He Himself is our life, we feel assured that we only have to ask and He will be delighted to take us up into closer fellowship with Himself and teach us to pray even as He prays. Come, my brothers, shall we not go to the Blessed Master and ask Him to enroll our names again in that school which He always keeps open? For those who long to continue their studies in the divine art of prayer and intercession? Yes, let us say to the Master today, as they did of old, Lord, teach us to pray. As we meditate, we shall find each word of the petition we bring to be full of meaning. Lord, teach us to pray. Yes, to pray. This is what we need to be taught. Though in its beginnings prayer is so simple that the feeblest child can pray, yet at the same time it is the highest and holiest work that man can accomplish. Prayer is fellowship with the unseen and most holy one. The powers of the eternal world have been placed at its disposal. It is the very essence of true religion, the channel of all blessings, and the secret of power and life. It is not only for ourselves, but also for others, for the church, and for the world, that God has given the right to pray and to take hold of Him and His strength. It is on prayer that the promises wait for their fulfillment, the kingdom for its coming, and the glory of God for its full revelation. But how slothful and unfit we are for this blessed work! Only the Spirit of God can enable us to do it right. How speedily we are deceived into resting in the form while the power is lacking. Our early training, the teaching of the church, the influence of habit, and the stirring of the emotions, how easily these lead to prayer that has no spiritual power and avails little. True prayer takes hold of God's strength and avails much, to which the gates of heaven are opened wide. Who would not cry, Oh, for someone to teach me to pray like that? Jesus has opened a school in which He trains His redeemed ones who desire especially to have power in prayer. Shall we not enter it with the petition, Lord, we need to be taught this? Oh, teach us to pray. 
Lord, teach us to pray. Yes, us, Lord. We have read in your word with what power your believing people of old used to pray, and what mighty wonders were done in answer to their prayers. And if this took place under the old covenant, in the time of preparation, how much more will you not now, in these days of fulfillment, give your people this sure sign of your presence in their midst? We have heard the promises given to your apostles of the power of prayer in your name, and have seen how gloriously they experienced their truth. We know for certain that they can become true to us, too. We hear continually, even in these days, what glorious tokens of your power you still give to those who trust you fully. Lord, these are all men of like passions with ourselves. Teach us to pray, too. The promises are for us. The powers and gifts of the heavenly world are for us. Oh, teach us to pray, so that we may receive abundantly. To us, too, you have entrusted your work. The coming of your kingdom depends on our prayer, too. You can glorify your name. Lord, teach us to pray. Yes, us, Lord. We offer ourselves as learners. We want to be taught by you. Lord, teach us to pray. Lord, teach us to pray. Yes, we feel the need to be taught to pray. At first, there is no work that appears so simple. Later, no work is more difficult, and the confession is forced from us. We don't know how to pray as we ought. We have God's Word with its clear and sure promises, but sin has darkened our mind so that we don't know how to apply the Word. In spiritual things, we don't always seek the most necessary things, or we fail to pray according to the law of the sanctuary. In temporal things, we are still less able to avail ourselves of the wonderful liberty our Father has given us to ask what we need. And even when we know what to ask, how much there is still needed to make prayer acceptable. It must be to the glory of God, in full surrender to His will, in full assurance of faith, in the name of Jesus, and with a perseverance that, if need be, refuses to be denied. All this must be learned. It can only be learned in the school of much prayer, for practice makes perfect. Amid the painful consciousness of ignorance and unworthiness, in the struggle between believing and doubting, the heavenly art of effectual prayer is learned. Because, even when we don't remember, there is one, the beginner and finisher of faith and prayer, who watches over our praying and sees to it that all who trust him for their education in the school of prayer shall be carried on to perfection. Let the deep undertone of all our prayer be the teachableness that comes from a sense of ignorance and from faith in Him as a perfect teacher. We can be certain we will be taught. We will learn to pray in power. Yes, we may depend upon it. He teaches us to pray. Lord, teach us to pray. None can teach like Jesus, none but Jesus. Therefore, we call on Him, Lord, teach us to pray. A pupil needs a teacher who knows his work, has the gift of teaching, and will approach the pupil's needs in patience and love. Blessed be God! Jesus is all this, and much more. He knows what prayer is. It is Jesus praying Himself who teaches us to pray. He knows what prayer is. He learned it amid the trials and tears of His earthly life.
In heaven it is still his beloved work, his life there is prayer. Nothing delights him more than to find those whom he can take with him into the Father's presence and clothe with power to pray God's blessing on those around them. He can train them to be his fellow workers in the intercession by which the kingdom is to be revealed on earth. He knows how to teach, now by the urgency of felt need, then by the confidence with which joy inspires, here by the teaching of the word, there by the testimony of another believer who knows what it is to have prayer heard. By his Holy Spirit, he has access to our heart and teaches us to pray by showing us the sin that hinders the prayer, or giving us the assurance that we please God. He teaches by giving not only thoughts of what to ask or how to ask, but also by breathing within us the very spirit of prayer and living within us as the great intercessor. We may indeed and most joyfully say, Who teaches like him? Jesus never taught his disciples how to preach, only how to pray. He didn't speak much of what was needed to preach well, but much was spoken of praying well. To know how to speak to God is more than knowing how to speak to man. The first thing is not power with men, but power with God. Jesus loves to teach us how to pray. What think you, my beloved disciples? Wouldn't it be just what we need to ask the Master for a month to give us a course of special lessons on the art of prayer? As we meditate on the words He spoke on earth, let's yield ourselves to His teaching in the fullest confidence that we will make progress with such a teacher. Let's take time not only to meditate but also to pray, to tarry at the foot of the throne, and to be trained for the work of intercession. Let's do this with the assurance that amidst our stammerings and fears, He is carrying on His work most beautifully. He will breathe His own life, which is all prayer, into us. As He makes us partakers of His righteousness and His life, He will make us partakers of His intercession, too. As the members of His body, we will take part in His work of pleading and prevailing with God for men. Yes, though ignorant and feeble as we are, let us most joyfully say, Lord, teach us to pray. Blessed Lord, You live to intercede. You can teach me to pray and to live to pray forever too. In this You share Your glory in heaven, that I should pray without ceasing and always stand as a priest in the presence of my God. Lord Jesus, I ask You this day to enroll my name among those who confess that they don't know how to pray as they ought, and I especially ask You for a course of teaching in prayer. Lord, teach me to tarry with You in the school, and give You time to train me. May a deep sense of my ignorance, of the wonderful privilege and power of prayer, and of the need for the Holy Spirit as the Spirit of prayer, lead me to cast away my thoughts of what I think I know, and make me kneel before You in true teachableness and poverty of spirit. And fill me, Lord, with the confidence that with such a teacher as You I will learn to pray. With the assurance that I have Jesus as my teacher, who is forever praying to the Father, and by His prayer rules the destinies of His church and the world, I will not be afraid. As much as I need to know of the mysteries of the prayer world, You will unfold for me. And when I might not know, You will teach me to be strong in faith and give glory to God. Blessed Lord, You will not put to shame Your scholar who trusts You, 
nor by your grace will he bring shame to thee either. Amen.